Do you guys know if this uh, train stops on Joe Bond? All the world will be your enemy. And whenever they catch you, they will kill you. But first, they must catch you. Cunning, full of tricks. Do you guys know if this uh, train stops on on Jovan? I mean Jupiter. You guys call it Jupiter. My bad. Yeah, Jupiter. Wait, do you guys uh, call it Jupiter? What do you guys uh, call? Are you? Where are you from? I'm. I'm not from here. I. I don't have to I answer. I think that. I'm from here. <laughs> are you from? Max isn't from anywhere. He doesn't from. I don't think. I'm an encyclopedia <laughs> salesman. Oh. Just gathering intelligence. The quest for knowledge. We have some people that we don't really like. Uh, that also gather intelligence, so you're on my list, man. I'm gonna keep uh, you on the list. I mean, you well, can't the put thing me on is, list. I'm you don't pretty know sure who I am. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Do you know details, who I am? Details do don't matter who, to the homie. Do you know who my, I am? Do you know who my father is? Do you know? Um, who I'm who assuming I'm in a Wikipedia salesman. <laughs> this you might have gotten on the wrong. Me? We might have gotten off on the wrong foot. No, that's good. If you know anything about me, I was just checking. I don't want you to know anything. I know one thing about you. You're a homie. He's in I'm a homie as well. Yeah, we all are. I thought you were a homie. No, no, no. We're all homies. Um, Even if you're not specifically a homie, you're still a homie. The permeation of hominess is kind of like, what do you guys call it back on Earth? The Force, I guess? Some, some nerd shit like that. The idea is, you're just a homie that I don't know yet. That's how homies work. This sounds like a uh, hive mind. It's not. Imagine, I mean, like... Yeah, I'm an emissary for the homies, and I don't really speak for the homies, but I speak as a representation of the multiplicity of homies. My tongue so is like, one tongue for many. You're an avatar of the hominess. Yes, yes. I go throughout the universe, and I just talk about homies and what it's like to be a homie and how it's chill to just vibe, you know. But today I was spent on a sent on a you know on a mission, I'm trying to get to Jupiter. You guys know if this train stops there? I, are we, I'm pretty oh, sure, I'm sure, sure there's a map there. There was cool. a map in one of the cars we walked. Yeah. 
We can oh, yeah, definitely find out. We gotta go to the there library was a guy I saw. It out. One I time we saw out. we saw a guy passing by who said he saw the conductor, so we might be able to ask him. Yeah, I might have to ask the conductor, but I mean, we've been on this train a very long time. Hmm. I'm glad because so I some of the Jupiters. There's yeah, um, yeah. There's definitely a stop in the place where there was a Jupiter and there isn't anymore. But I think that we're past that already and we're coming. You up wouldn't want to get out there. It's a bad Jupiter. neighborhood. Yeah. So I'm trying to get to yeah. the physical Jupiter. Jupiter. Yeah. Hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> All right, not bad. All right, <laughs> you're awake. It's good to see you again. I'm awake. <laughs> That's who I am. I'm fucking awake. Nah, I uh, I, I was sent on a mission from the homies themselves uh, to teach. There's like been a storm on Jupiter. Like, it's like hexagonal, which is a very not. It's not a vibey shape. It's kind of odd. It's not really natural, you know. So, I'm I'm going there to teach. The storm had a vibe, right? We had some homie elders pass on some wisdom from the third plane, and they let us know that this storm has been raging for thousands of years, but the actual source of the storm is on Earth. So I'm not gonna go to Earth. I was gonna say maybe Earth's fucked. Yeah, Earth is. But it's the other way around. Jupiter's fucked up Yeah, because they're just watching Earth like, what the fuck is the matter with you? Yeah, well, Jupiter's fucked up because Earth is so. You know, like if you're if you're. Have you ever like cut a fart that stinks so is bad it like granddad that it makes where it like makes the whole room the smell bad? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of like what Earth is Absolutely. doing. It's like a great galactic fart. It's fucking up everything so on. bad. It's fucking up the whole solar system. Right? Like yeah. we haven't we have not spoken to Venusians <laughs> in like years at this point because they just stopped they stopped calling and fucking they cut us off from the Garden of Homies and it's like you gonna cut us off? We're fucking everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're under the CO2 blanket over there getting Dutch you oven. Me you're, you're from the homies, but you're not from the Garden of Homies. <laughs> no, so mm. the Garden of Homies is kind of a... It's a place that exists on all three planes, right? The physical plane, the spiritual plane, and the ideation plane. Oh, and so we got... Yeah. Ideation. yeah, the ideation plane. So the ideation plane is the most pure plane. Like, if you've ever had an idea or a thought or something, any kind of emotion, then you've had contact with the ideation. It's the very beginning of inspiration. You've- I don't think I've had that. Oh yeah, no, it's not for everybody. I know like a uh, specific, like uh, what is it? Silicone based and nitrogen based beings. They don't really, they don't really get inspired, right? They get horny, but they don't get inspired. So I don't, I don't know if, <laughs> I don't get yeah, I've never spent a lot of time with them. <laughs> <laughs> It's very cat-like, actually. I've always, when you ever watch a cat and it's just like, try to figure out why it does what it does or how it's feeling about something. Like, like I got these oak galls and I put them in front of my cat and the cat makes this face. I'm like, it's that face. That's the cat is interested face. And then I realized, is the cat interested face? Because it's just like staring at this thing and it's like, this has to go somewhere. This is wrong. This is fucked up. I have to hit this thing with my paw. And those are like those is it like so cats are like those little happen. murder monkeys, and right? That you guys have on Earth, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 not those. Mur those are <laughs> yeah. actual murder monkeys. These are much smaller, and they murder <laughs> things, but they're very cute. And they're they, they, fur snakes. They're furry yeah. snakes. For ah, uh, they are furry snakes. That's oh. a much better term for them. They actually have a really strong connection to the homie vibe. They can actually tap into the vibe like that, you know. So they have a <laughs> homie, you know, homie. All right. They they live. There's lots of what do you guys call? Crats, crat, can't, can't, 
cats. There's lots of cats. Cans. Yeah, cans. That's cans. what they are. There's lots of cans on the uh, yeah. in the Garden of Homies. They're just kind of vibe. Garden of Homies. It sounds yeah. lovely. You know, I thought this at, at first. I thought this sounded like a cult or a hive mind, but now I'm starting to really believe that I too am a homie. Can I get sure. to go to the garden? I mean, yeah. Like so, the Garden of Homies is the resting place of all those who feel. Period. That's it. If you feel, you've you've been there, right? And it's not like death because you can come and go as you please. But the concept is that if you ever have been in touch with something that motivates you to literally move and you are in the Garden of Homies, right? You've been there. To literally move? So like Big Freddy is it's pretty motion. much. Big Freddy is like a giant Yeah, yeah well, I mean, the there's lots, of, there's all kinds of shit. The Garden of Homies isn't even sometimes a garden. There's a workshop in the Garden of Homies. There's a war zone in the Garden of Homies. There's refuge, there's war, there's peace, there's love, there's hate, there's all kinds of stuff. But any kind of movement or momentum is moving towards the Garden of Homies. It's the swirling center, right? And to like be there, to be there is to vibe, it's to feel, right? It's to literally turn off your brain, non-thought, and you're there. Yes, I can see it now. That's why we don't really fuck with the idea of intelligence gatherers, right? Because to gather intelligence, to gather, yeah. It's already gathered. The eternal knowledge is vibing, right? It is an immortal knowledge. To understand that you are is the first step and gateway into understanding that there are others. And then from knowing that, you start to know everything. So you don't really have to gather anything. It's all passive. There's no actual need to collect. Yeah. Being knowledge, being music. Yeah. Kind of. The whole world outside of the, uh, that's the fucking keyhole of the lock and the fucking quarantine. Of yeah. Well, they, they're fucked. They've, they, they decided, yeah. they chose linear time. You know, I think they did that because they were trying to like, wow. they were, I, what happened is they're trying, they're trying to speed run any percentage, like their, their ecology. And, you know, they found a bunch <laughs> of exploits with capitalism and it's, it's, it's fucked. It's like, you understand, like, you know, watching it from like a streamer perspective, it's cool, but you know, like, I'm not going to give any money to it because I know where it's going, which is capitalism, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to support that shit. You know, now if they were building like a Dyson sphere, right? Or if they were trying to like, you know, turn their carbon emissions into cat girls or something, I'd be into that. That's fine. We could fucking do some of that. That's cool. But you know, what what are they trying to do? Get one guy rich and then he owns the moon and then he fucks little kids on the moon? Like, I just think I'm pretty sure that the conclusion we reached on the study of Earth was that they were trying to turn everything into tiny, uh, was it the tiniest amount of sand? Oh. Like, the, the maximum decoupulation. Yeah, they atomized it. Like, uh, hmm. yeah, yeah. Maximum atomization to the point of uh, all narrative ceases. In which case you can't have music because like it's pretty much like once you start listening to noise music and then you forget how to have rhythm because you're just like <laughs> somehow once you start vibing with that you can't vibe with other forms of music because it's just like background noise. why not it's like because like noise in isn't is in of itself music right it's like it doesn't make sense it's like trying to it's like what are that who that you can't create matter right and you can't destroy it it's like why would you try to atomize into one into single bits because you can't atomize past an atom, right? Well, you can. It's called a nuclear explosion. Yeah, but and then there's still something. There's still things yeah. after that, right? Yeah, there's but still energy that doesn't dissipate. You can, so yeah. like, 
then you know, you like you split the atom into quarks, and then you split the quarks into uh, fuck. What are they called? Cat girls. <laughs> oh whoa! I didn't know that's how they get down. <laughs> but I know that like yeah, it's sorry, possible particle. I think your friend just phased out of existence. <laughs> he does that. He's oh, a, okay. He's a Heisenberg cat. Oh okay, that makes a, sense. Yeah, it's like a Schrodinger cat, but it's more functional. I get that. No, that's that makes more sense. Okay. Like a quantum, like a quantum computer of a of a cat. Yeah, I got, yeah. yeah, I got that. Like, no, I, only, it's weird because I so get like, it takes a lot of concentration for me to like to be in a constant presence because I'm always like I'm always vibing on so many different planes, right? Like it's cool to be on the physical plane for this long because normally I'm not here. <coughs> so I'm not used to this body. It's kind of it's kind of chunky. Yeah, bodies are crazy. Yeah, weird. Much more existing in uh, like, uh, um, vocalizations. Oh, yeah. This has been uh, so like. Uh, I feel like I've been moving through mud. You know, like, mm-hmm. we went to a mommy planet, and then I got covered in cheese, and I was, like, slogging through the cheese, and the savory taste of everything was just mm-hmm. the whole fucking story, and there was no other story. It was just cheesy Dorito taste, and that's all mm-hmm. that there was for a long time. I got stuck in a fucking time loop and shit like that. It was completely mm-hmm. disgusting. But there was a lot of value in it in the sense of, like, sudden realization that everything is taste, mm-hmm. and, like, taste itself is like uh, very musical it's very it's interesting when you deconstruct things past meaning to mm-hmm. just experiential moments like, yeah the sensation of sensation right yeah like you yeah. know the meaning of a word and then you cut down into the letters and like you see the flavor of each letter in the word and you can mm-hmm. see it like it's like cooking if you look at mm-hmm. language like you can look at anything like cooking the same mm-hmm. way you could look at anything like music, mm-hmm. and in these like um, you're, now you're starting to get into where like the Garden of Homies actually lies, which is this like yeah. it's it's a it's a myriad of experience that exists both within the physical that can lead to this internal feelings of spiritual like which is a calling beyond yourself, and then even further than that into ideation itself, which is where the source of even sensation is derived right like and that's you're getting it like that's when you when you're talking about you know tasting something and tasting it so much that you can break down even the like the individual flavors to the point where every flavor is its own experience and narrative what you're really talking about is how the homies exist as both like a hive mind of individuals if that makes any sense yeah it's very god yeah yeah yeah, like God slime. I mean, God slime vibes in the homie in the Garden of Homies. There's a whole like they have a whole section for them. It's cool. It's chilling. Yeah, I was. Oh man, I walking along. Well, okay, out of character. I was walking along the river today, and it's like raining, and like Pacific Northwest drizzle shits mm-hmm. is like uh, often really fucking depressing. But mm-hmm. there's these spots where just like everything. Like I saw this big ass wrought iron fence completely covered in lichen, like it had a beard, mm-hmm. like it was fucking cool as shit and everything's like it sort of pops and it's alive because everything else is mm-hmm. dreary and gray and there's mm-hmm. this certain type of shit like mm-hmm. at this like just above freezing constant mm-hmm. drizzle shit environment mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. all of a sudden becomes super colorful and like mm-hmm. sticks up more and mm-hmm. like you yeah. just like feel the fucking living soil everywhere Makes yeah the homies fit. the homies are eternal right that's yeah. like lichen is eternal right lots of like lots of slime molds lots of like goopy mess creatures actually like understand yeah. homeism better than like the bone creature like 
you know, this physical thing that I'm wearing right now, like yeah. the bones and the muscle stuff. It doesn't really get that, like, you know, that to be free of form allows you to kind of be anything. And in being yeah. anything, there's like that limitlessness is like eternal, right? Like even the things yeah. that you, right? And so like that, and you know, eternity's, eternity's pretty fucking tight, dude. All mammals are flavors of mouse, right? Yeah. Like that first mammal was some fucking mouse or something like that. It became everything else because it's whatever. It can do what, it can yeah, be anywhere, fit in any weird spot. And even then, it, it started out as a fish, and that fish started out as like a protozoa, and that protozoa probably got yeah. started from some alien nut from the Venusians because they were doing wild shit back in the day. So, you know, the who Venusians knows? in the 70s were fucking going Fucking down. wild, wild. Yeah. They came back, started a cult, right? A couple of them. Yeah. You know? You thought Bonnie M got <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think... Uh, you know, I I feel like you're much further along the path of homies than I think you realize, which is one of those things where I think everyone is on their own path to towards this swirling homie, right? And like going back to like my whole mission of why I'm going to Jupiter, right? The point of going to Jupiter is because it's fucked and it's fucked because there's a storm brewing there, but that storm doesn't originate from Jupiter, it originates on Earth. And you're asking, what the fuck does a anything having to do with problems on earth have anything to do with jupiter well homies know all things are interconnected where one thing starts there is no necessary end they could just kind of permeate through all things and so like i think and this is my personal thought i think that if i can teach that storm that's been raging for thousands of years at this point to just kind of vibe to let go to release some of that angry energy that the source of that angry energy that it comes from, which is Earth. All of that anger will go back into Earth. And it won't poison the people there. It won't make them sick, but they'll feel that anger. And that anger is righteous. These people, for the most part, have nothing. Only a few hold all the resources, hold all of Earth hostage. Only the few. So if I was able to free them of this bond, right, where their anger is being sent to Jupiter, if I was able to take that anger and put it back in the people, and those people were to rise and free themselves, that storm would calm down and the source of that storm would be no more. So I'm on a homie mission from the homie elders and they're telling me to go calm down a storm. Now, how do you calm down a storm? You gotta teach you how to vibe. Right. I brought some tunes. How you teach I, you how to vibe? Well, like I what brought- tunes? I, Oh, okay. So um, there's this ultra ghost guy. He's an earth dude, mm -hmm. tight guy. There's this uh, other dude, um, his name is Help Computer. Um, he's also from Earth, and he makes like crazy thrash music. It's good stuff to like punch your own face in for hours. It's, it's great. I, I highly recommend it. Um, you know, there's tons, tons of just. I bought, you know, I brought an ultra vibe playlist. On top of that, I got a, I got some like mercurial weed, and I got a 40 from 7-Eleven. So, you know what I mean. And we're just gonna talk about it. We're just gonna hang out. We're gonna see like, you know, I know he's angry, and oh. I think that. There's like this intelligence gathering agency on Earth that has been purposely making people angry and then obfuscating their ability to be angry in a physical and natural way. And all that anger gets pent up and it gets pushed down and sublimated and it goes to Jupiter. So we're going to talk about how yeah. we can take that sublimated anger, shoot it right back at those guys and see where we go from there.
that's because when happening. you gather intelligence, you've got to gather it from somewhere, and then it's not there anymore. So, Shazam. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how are you gonna gather some shit? Like that's what's up. So there's a on Earth. There's a cave, and in the cave, there's a fear shrine. Mm-hmm. And in the fear shrine, there's a whole bunch of like bad shit that was piled up onto an altar around a fucking crystal that was designed to fucking collect all the fear and anxiety and shitty feelings of a whole area mm-hmm. and be directable as a weapon. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a thing that people I met actually fucking did because they were all fucking nutcases. But, so uh, you're talking about fear crystals? You mean meth? Like, Methamphetamine? Those are well, I mean, it was actual right? like a big chunk of quartz oh. that they used. Oh, okay. that they like went down like an old abandoned mine shaft and like set this whole fucking thing up. And the idea was that you could point it at people and fuck up their whole Wait, life. Do you know about this this earth this earth tradition called sour jars? You heard about that? Sour jar. Yeah. Oh, there's, like so you there's put the bad intentions in the fucking jar. That also fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I Is don't, I don't think they work, but they work. That makes. I got a sour jar put on me, uh, and you know. It was bad. It was bad shit, right? Yeah, and you I had some really shitty wine one time, but everybody thought it was a funk jar, and then they started putting <laughs> all their bad intentions on it, and I heard about this, and they're like, well, that's bullshit, but also, now I'm going to watch you drink that. Put <laughs> 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 that shit away from me. Nah, so, so the idea behind a sour jar is actually a very homey idea, right? Because the concept of it is that you can place energies into us you can remove energies from yourself and place it into an object but here's where people get fucked up if you place those energies outside of yourself and into an object and then you place that object into another person's um possession right or directed towards another person what you end up doing is sapping your own and at first it starts off with your fear it starts off with whatever bad intentions but eventually it ends up you sapping yourself of all of how you feel, and it cuts you off from the eventual garden of yeah, homies. And just the whole there are people way it works is you short circuit what you're supposed to be doing with your mind and way of relating with the world. You gather it all up and you put it in a little spot. You put it in a little box so that you don't have to think about it when you're looking at other stuff. You only think about it when you're looking at the box. Yeah. Your Dorian Gray stuff. Yeah. Well, you, so like, like put it in someone else's fucking mouth, and then they're a problem. Yeah. And you never think about it, and then you just fucking fester like that shit festers, mm-hmm. but you fester on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Well, they, what is it, humans, the humans on Earth figured out this, like, really cool trick, right, to, like, what they did was they, they personified their willpower, and they called them God, or they called it God, or they called it, like, a thing, like a religion, like a deity, right? They made this thing, like, called a demiurge, right, which is, like, an urge for control beyond the control that you have in your own personal life. So what it does is it's like a shortcut to like willpower. So if you're having a bad day or having like a bad year or your life is falling apart, you could always just say, that was God's will. I'm experiencing this because it's outside of my control. And it makes you feel like because you're not in control, you don't have to, you don't, it's not your, it's not your problem. It's actually a really cool trick that I think a lot of other people could come, you know, learn. But the thing is, is that you have to see it for what it is because you ultimately have to make the decision on what is and is not affecting you. So like, you know, yeah. if you- Toddlers aren't supposed to drive a car. Yeah, exactly. To, yeah, you gotta know what the fuck machine you're using. Yeah, yeah. This shit's interesting because the uh, uh, conversations with people about, uh, for instance, biology, 
or like society stuff. You want to talk about people matching up all the wealth or something. You know, you can talk about pretty physical material things and there's an understood like, okay, now we're jumping into politics. We're talking about big chunks of physical things at once, types of things. But when you talk about experience, especially like the American Earth, like experience is this thing that is like constantly blasted at you. Yeah. And it's not. It's a thing you have no control of. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where I don't know if control exists. Like. Well, so, and that's the thing, is the only, the only control that you have is the knowledge that you don't have control, right? And so you, to, exor- yeah, to, to exercise that knowledge means to not get fucked up in your feelings about things, right? The exercising of, the, the like real power that humans have is to not be bothered, right? And they don't use that yeah. shit enough. Honestly, they don't. Like the real fucking power that you have is the same thing that when you get fucked up about something, all of a sudden you can't shit. Yeah, like you have to learn how to use that. <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah. then you can make it do other things. You know, I I know like, I know the entity that I embody right now, right, on my journey towards you know the spiritual to the spiritual ensign where I'm at right now. I'm still pretty low on the list too. Like I'm nowhere even close to like you know being able to understand the ideation plane of existence. I mean, I really do. I'm not gonna lie to you, I love me some pussy. So that's why I keep, you know, I keep dipping back down. I'm staying in the spiritual, but I hang out in the physical. But I mean, what I'm trying to get at <laughs> is that the body that I inhabited, right? It was not perfect by any means. It's kind of got shitty bones. Its parents weren't very nice to it. It progeny isn't really nice to it. There's no real connection it felt towards anybody. And its whole life, it spent feeling really isolated and alone. But eventually, it realized that it chose that isolation. And it chose that isolation because the world around it just wasn't for them, right? And so it decided to spend even more time alone until it was ready to not be bothered. And now here I am, floating in the spiritual realm, kind of hanging out, vibing. When I learned to vibe, I learned the power of not giving a shit, right? And I don't mean like, not giving a shit like because there are things you should give a shit about right if someone's hurting you or threatening you causing you have to get up you have to fight right that's why i'm trying to teach the storm to fight back to push the anger that it's collecting push it back onto the people that are pushing it onto them so that those people take their anger and they move it away from themselves and move it away from jupiter and they put it outwards towards the world and a world that's unfair and that anger is righteous. They have every right to be angry, but if you're angry at yourself because you can't do anything about it, then you're angry in the wrong direction. What you should do is use that anger to make yourself able to do something about it. This is the Intergalactic Railroad. Please keep all belongings and offspring contained at all times. Do not leave packages unattended. Do not approach unattended packages. If you'd like to ride with us today, visit patreon.com slash intergalacticrailroad and buy a monthly pass. Thank you for trusting your life with us today. Do not leave unattended packages. Um. Oh. Okay. So, thematically. Uh. We have the setup of Earth is fucked up and under quarantine and is in linear time and is blasting fucking hate and sadness into the fucking universe. And here in intergalactic community where people actually give a fuck about each other and like life is actually happening. We've never really talked about actually dealing with any of the problems. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, like the first one, how do like, you deal? That's like a 
Yeah, but that's like a big narrative turn, and it doesn't necessarily have to be successful either. Just no, the no. Like, notion that somewhere out there in space, someone's like, okay, we can fix this on a galactic level. And so the Garden of Earth Homies. Yeah. Yeah. The Garden of Homies. The Garden of Homies has the saying, right? And the saying is this. We are seeded by our successes, and we will reap the fruits that, they, that we sow. But we are fertilized by our failures. We are fertilized by our failures and the failures of others. So there is no failing, right? Because all that is, is food for our future successes. That's why slime mold is ascended. Yeah. Because it's just in the goop. Yeah. yeah. No, the, where the, the dookie is the slime mold. slime lives is in the fucking, in the sadness of mm-hmm. failed shit. Yeah. It's, you Turning know, the dookie, what is it? The dookie of the earth. What is it? Who, that, uh, what is that Jesus cat that the earth people always fuck up the quotes? My favorite quote from him was, the dookie shall inherit the earth. Right, they would say meat because yeah, it's much exactly. nicer. But the dookie, it's the dookie shot at Exactly. Yeah. You can't get like uh, what was uh, the idea of control of mm-hmm. uh, you know shit happens. The world is fucked up, mm-hmm. and uh, like you can allow that to like cause physical problems in your body, mm-hmm. and you can prevent you from like I love just. Honestly, every fucking issue, like if it's just me like talking to homies, it, mm. it always becomes about how you're shitting. Oh no, dude. I <laughs> I if you listen to if you listen to you know, like I'm gonna cut out a character here, but if you listen to my podcast, ninety nine percent of it is me talking about like coping with my horrific IBS. Right? Like it it is <laughs> horrific. It's horrific. Like It's I'm, a fucking Yeah. Yeah, no, I No, I'm I'm talking about like there was a there was a moment in my life where I was losing weight, not because I was working out and doing all the stuff that I was supposed to be doing, but I was losing weight because I, my body was not absorbing nutrients and I would shit out things whole. Right, and you've never lived it's just fucking straight rejecting the world. You're just yeah, like passing. You've I've like you've never lived until you shit out at like an apple, like a whole apple, right? <laughs> like <laughs> like just a just a mushed up apple, like nothing, and like with see, it's fucking horrific. I've, I've done that. I was helping my buddy fix his house, and uh, it's the day I showed up, the fucking toilet got plugged up, and we kept trying to fucking unplug it. And kept it got to the point where we dug up the pipe in the backyard, mm-hmm. had to dig like four feet back to get the main line, mm-hmm. crack it open, and like send. We got the fucking garden hose up there, and like mm-hmm. fucking you know, this thing is like a drill at the end of a mm-hmm. fucking yeah, yeah yeah spindle stick kind of situation. We like it was a fucking multi-day project, and when it finally broke, dude, this man does not eat corn. Mm-hmm. The last time I visited him was mm-hmm. six months before this, mm-hmm. and there was corn in there. Because the last time I visited him, mm-hmm. we had a fucking barbecue, and I ate corn, mm-hmm. and I saw corn in that flow. Like it was some of the first. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah. So interesting, interesting fact, right? It's corn does digest, right? The internal part of it, like yeah. the inside of it, right? Yeah, yeah. So when you see a whole kernel of corn, what you're seeing is the cellulose which doesn't digest and that cellulose is actually full of dookie right that's (laughs) (laughs) like it's a little shit kernel is what i'm trying to get at right (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) dookie's gotta be my favorite word honestly dookie's it's the it's the eternal word dude yeah 
got. It's the stuff. In the end, it's all dookie. It's all dookie. It's, it's dookie and what you do with it. Yeah, going back to what that uh, <laughs> Jesus guy said, the dookie shall inherit the earth, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, so, I'm, I'm glad that the question of how you shouldn't comes up because that's it's important. It's almost as important as how yeah. you're living. Yeah. In this, okay, so in this vein, mm. Jupiter's not shitting properly, obviously, because they got a giant storm in there. Yeah, their shit's fucked up. Yeah, their shit's fucked up, and their shit's fucked up because Earth's shit's fucked up. Yeah. So. It goes back to that Jupiter. intergalactic fart, you know? Like, Earth is, yeah. yeah, it's stinking up the fucking solar system. Yeah. And Sending like, fucking days of our lives vibes. And, and I get, I get that, like, the fucking, the, the, the. The, the Galactic Council, they don't want to get involved because they're fucking, they're, they're primates. They don't want to fucking, you know, they don't want to bless them with any kind of fucking, you know, go ahead. They don't want to show them or reveal to them, you know, nonlinear time. They don't want to do any of that stuff. And I get why. It's because, you know, the last time we let fucking primates do anything, they they tried to fucking, you know, we got, we got, we got two movies. We sent them a movie, 2001. We sent them that movie. Yeah. They didn't get it. They fucking looked at him like, "This is some stupid shit. Who cares?" Or some of them like, yeah. "No, this is art." Oh, no, it's oh, not. Oh, it was, you know what? This, you know what? This would be cool. Is maybe we should make Star Wars. Yeah. No. Fucking goddamn it. Yeah. And what if we? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. It awful, right? <laughs> awful. So we, I get why they don't want that. But what they're not seeing is the short-sightedness of abandoning these primates. Because look, they're funking up the whole solar system. It's only a matter of time before they funk up the galaxy, before they fuck up the universe and eventually eventually because homies are eternal they see forever eventually they will fucking funk up not just the physical realm but the spiritual realm the ideation realm and then what you can't there's no more realms after that where the fuck where the homies gonna go after that yeah so and then it's all dookie and no corn exactly exactly <laughs> pure 1000 percent duke no corn So what's the, uh, what is the, what are we seeding it with? What are you trying to seed the dookie with? Well, so the idea behind, yeah. So the idea behind it's balance, right? Like dookie is a good fertilizer, right? But if you, you can't just go out and plant a seed and you can't just go take a shit and then plant a seed in it because it won't grow. There's got to be a multitude of other things. It's got to be multifaceted. It's got to be nitrogen. You got to have nitrogen, potassium, what is uh, carbon. You got to have a lot of things. And yeah. Dookie's got you a couple air of in there. You got to fuck it up a little. You yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, to turn the entire universe into Dookie doesn't lead. You can't grow things in fertilizer. You grow things with fertilizer. Right? That's not how that works. So, what we're seeding, at least what the homies choose to seed, is vibes right and like the thing that's what people don't understand about vibes they think vibes means good things but vibes don't necessarily mean good things right vibe means mood right it means the mood of the thing the under the initial and full and total understanding of the thing in and of itself right so like the ability to know if you're being fucked if your shit's being fucked with if you're having a bad time you can understand the vibe and do something about it. Because if you can't read the vibe, if you can't realize you're getting fucked, then I can't help you. We can't help you. The homies can't help you, right? Because you don't know yeah. you're getting fucked. But if you know you're getting fucked, then you can start doing something about it. So, 
Some people call that knowledge, right? And I call those people fucking nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Because knowledge means that you went through an experience, right? You went through this, like, deep experience, and you took that experience, and you recycled it, and you did a bunch of things to it, and you changed the narrative around, and then you said, this is what I learned. And it's really difficult to argue with someone when they have knowledge because it's part of their narrative right it's part of their like mental narrative they say i arrived at this and i can't be wrong because if i'm wrong then i'm not who i thought i was when i arrived at this that's stupid but a vibe is much different because a vibe is just a knowledge that is arrived without ever having to put forth any effort you just know because you know yeah, it's a thing in and of itself. Yeah. A knowledge that is a thing in and of itself. Yeah. The, uh, it makes me think of music a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah. it's, it is musical, right? It's all musical. It's all just like, that's why the greatest of homies have some kind of like creative output, right? If you really want to like, on the, on the physical plane, right? Like on the, from a, from a physical tip, the idea is that all homies would be creatives, right? Or all homies are creatives. All homies eventually are creatives. Even the homies that don't know their homies yet, they eventually become creative, right? Because you can't tap into this eternal spiritual and then eventual ideation. You can't tap into this without being a creative of some sort. And creativity doesn't mean that you draw or that you paint or that you make music or that you do anything create create if you take fucking beautiful shits that that's creative create yeah if you can create if you can craft a narrative around you know like really what creativity is is being able to craft a narrative out of nothing right and i mean that like you say that it's a vibe what's up and that the homies are the sum total of the vibes that like the individual homie is one vibe, like a monad kind of situation. It's whereas I, like the garden of the homies is all the vibes at once. Yeah, it's or, it's no, it's it's more like the garden of homies is the resting place of a culmination of vibes, right? Mm-hmm. So like, it's not that it's all vibes at once because all vibes at once is fucking. It's too much, too many vibes. That's called schizophrenia, right? <laughs> too many vibes. Yeah, too many vibes. The uh, the homies exist outside of the vibes, right? Like you as a homie exist outside of the vibes, but you want to tap into the vibes, right? Because the thing is, vibe the vibe exists whether or not you exist in it, but the vibe can't be experienced unless you are existing and experiencing it. So you're not part, you're not the vibes, right? You're just part of like the experience of the vibes, if that makes any sense. Right. So like you have to be you have to be outside of it. You have there's a wholeness that you have to maintain. And just like that's the thing about homies. Not all homies are good. Some are bad homies. We do bad things. But it's the knowledge that homies got you. Right. That's the understanding of it. It's this knowledge that the homies got you, that you're that they ex- they've also experienced negative and have done negative, not only to other homies or to others, but to themselves they've also it's going to sound cliche, but the best way to experience good shit is to understand how to get over the bad shit. That's good. Yeah. No. I homies, want, vibe, I want, hom- homies like phase in and out of 
existence all the time. I was having a fucking yeah. conversation with fucking Plato, which is an old Earth homie who ascended to like one of the ideation planes. And uh, he was like telling me about, he was trying to convince me that fucking kids is cool. And I was all like, no, dude. Right, right. But yeah, well, dude, that's what I'm saying. It's fucking not cool. It doesn't matter where you are as homies, right? And so yeah. he has to spend some time back on Earth because he's, he's fucking up. But anyways, we were talking about ideas and stuff, and this motherfucker just disappears. And he, and he goes back to Rome Ooh. for like 900 years. And then what am I going to do? Yeah, in the middle of a fucked up conversation. Yeah, and I was like, dude, no, I'm never gonna get any kind of fucking closure on that. I don't know if what I said made any sense. Fucking. Yeah, dude, the ultimate vibe I think on Earth lately is the fucking Zoom funeral. Oh yeah. man, that's brutal. That's, uh, that's no good. That's yeah. uh, and it's a vibe, and it's, uh, it's an ugly, it's an ugly one. Yeah, just like a it's, a, it's a hell of a note to hit. So human yeah. humanity is going through this thing right now, right? This like, they're going through this extreme loneliness, right? But what people, this like isolation, but what people don't realize is that this isolation is endemic to just the human experience right it's not that society now is more isolated and lonely it's that there it has always been isolated and lonely it's just much easier to slip into that right there's yeah. much more and there's all like, of a sudden you get to look at it you have time to fucking stare it in the face yeah and so like what people don't understand and they like refuse to really really understand is that like this loneliness that we feel is not necessarily bad but the thing is, running away from it is bad. You have to feel it. You have to deal with it. You have to. That's why people have wakes and stuff. It's uh, you gotta get there. You gotta see it. You gotta feel it. Mm-hmm. And the sudden realization that you gotta do, you have to figure out how to do that by yourself. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. do the funeral thing so that they don't have to do that all by themselves to do all the work of, like determining exactly what you're trying to feel and see it and feel it and know what that is that you lost you know mm-hmm. that uh, that what was there just like and like the whole process of funerals of just like actually like I've been to a couple of funerals where it's like the first time I felt like I actually felt the presence of that person and, I've uh, been to, I've been at 30 funerals in my lifetime Last year, it's been a three, and I keep thinking about you saying that last time we talked. Yeah. I mean, all it has done is made the removal of a person like a band-aid, which is not a good thing. But it also, I'm like comforted in the fact that when people pass away, even if there's nothing, it's preferable to whatever this is. Right? <laughs> which, <laughs> right? Like, so, yeah. you know. It's, what's that? That's another Greek thing. There's a Greek myth where a guy, uh, he fucks a god, and uh, she wants him to stay around, so she goes to Zeus, mm-hmm. Jupiter, and is mm-hmm. like, I want him to live forever. And Zeus, Zeus is like, you sure? And she's like, please? And he's like, okay. And they kind of half-ass it. Mm-hmm. And he lives forever, and he just gets older and more fucked up and all mm-hmm. neck, you know, spines all nasty, and he becomes a grasshopper eventually. Mm-hmm. But like, 
And like he gets more and more fucked up, and eventually mm-hmm. they just stop telling you how fucked up he is, and they're like, he turns into a grasshopper. Mm-hmm. It just gets <laughs> stupid different. Yeah, no, no, I get it, I get it. But I mean, like that's and that's what I mean is like even the the human mind is so small, right? Like not that it's small, but it's like that it's its weight of narrative, its ability to create narrative is so finite and limited that eventually, when you get to like, imagine if in the future we're able to upload our brains into a consciousness right after like 100,000 years 200,000 years of just being a consciousness right that exists i'm sure you'll eventually just decide to turn yourself off because you need an ending the narrative needs an ending yeah right the homies yeah, are yeah. eternal all things you're not real until it's over really yeah, honestly yeah, like, yeah. it the wasn't homies, really a thing that happened until it happens the the concept of the homies being eternal is that even though the physical and spiritual and even ideation planes that all exist will eventually pass on and no longer exist all of that existing in and of itself means that it's like going to always exist if that makes any sense whose mans is this (laughs) that's uh so we got an earthling in the chat over here you got oh dude you broke quarantine dude you got yeah, out. the man's yeah. fucking. Is, see, we gotta deal with the Earth quarantine situation because they're gonna get out anyway. <laughs> Look, he's all muted trying to talk. He's everything. all muted trying. To- <laughs> 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 My man's look like no such sound. a hippie like one week ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his long luxurious hair. Look, now he's all bald. He's gotta go tea. You're nice. muted. <laughs> Mute. I can't hear you. Yeah, unmute yourself and tell me if you still got the Rona. <laughs> no, you're good? You look good. <laughs> you look yeah, You got the thumbs up, that's important. That's all that matters. <laughs> I'm glad every every time that I try to do a pod like with anybody, it eventually ends up getting broken into by other people, which is sick. That's yeah, that's, that's the, the vibe, that's the vibe I bring into it. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't hear a word you're saying, man. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying oh, to... While he's here, uh, dude has a, uh, a talk radio... Uh, not a talk radio, a call-in show uh-huh. in Southern Oregon. Mm-hmm. I think it's every Sunday. Which people should call in. Hell yeah. He's shaking his head No, Don't call in. People shouldn't call in. And you don't know where that shit is anyway. <laughs> oh, man. No, that shit's on Saturday, not Sunday. Okay. <laughs> that's why I'm never on it, because I always fucking forget. I always see, like, oh, shit, that just happened. <laughs> that's amazing. I can't... Why would he... Why would he... It's maddening. It's maddening. <laughs> oh, my, it's, mad, it's making me feel crazy. It's making me feel like it's schizophrenic. It's... The only... He, he knew this whole time that he was muted. It's not even like technical difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. This is why I can't trust humans with technology. This is precisely why. Yeah. <laughs> no, human communication is exactly like trying to talk to somebody muted. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you muted? Yeah, you, you were muted that entire time. I know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> This is a solid bit. I have to. I respect all of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
I was I was in here spilling my life, like <laughs> just flowing, <laughs> channeling the eternal homie, and then becoming something more. <laughs> just that's so, what it's made of, man. What are you all nerds talking about? We're uh, we're talking about vibing. Um, yeah. So the train's on the way to Jupiter, and we're going to Jupiter, and oh, Mans is real. gonna fucking calm the goddamn storm down because it's been raging for thousands of years, man. Yeah. Jupiter's in a bunch because the humans are fucked up. And Jupiter needs to vibe back. And so the humans need to be more fucked up than they currently are in terms of emotions. Yeah. You can't just let this shit happen and not do anything about it and put it off on Jupiter. Because that's just fucked up. Yeah, you can also, it's like, gonna... not do shit because shit's already fucked up. And if you try to do shit, they're going to fucking come after you. Precisely, precisely. But yeah. what you can, I feel like what you can do is become aware, right? Which a lot of people aren't, right? They just refuse to become aware, right? They just like, they'll they'll bury their head in the sand. They just won't pay attention. They'll do other shit. They'll like obsess over fucking Game of Thrones or something, but they won't do the, they won't just pay attention, right? Which is the bare minimum of things to do. So like the homie solution right is to understand that the shit's fucked up because if enough of us understand the shit's fucked up we can give us you know that look you ever been on like have you ever been on like a train or a bus when some shit pops off and you you look at the other guy you look at another guy and you'd be like if the shit pops off big time and we got to be in it you give him that you know what i'm saying you ever done that (laughs) anyone (laughs) yeah no one time i was on the fucking portland max you know about the portland max yeah i've heard it i know about the max this train is just sitting there. It's like that light rail, fucking city, like intra-city bullshit. And like uh, this train just isn't moving anywhere. And this guy starts mean mugging me on the train, like looking at me through the glass door that's closed and the door won't open. The train's supposed to come up. This guy's like, "What? What? Do something!" Like chest pumping at the fucking boy. I'm just like, mm-hmm. "What? Why? Why, what, why am I getting mean so this goes on for like two, three, four minutes or some bullshit. And everyone on the train is just like, anyway, this guy's like weird, clearly just has some beef. And all of a sudden the train doors just open and he goes, just like walks away. <laughs> so I was on a, I was on a train. I was on a train uh, in Sunnyvale. I don't know if you guys know, or not Sunnyvale. And I don't know if you guys know about the Cal train in NorCal. Right, like in the the Bay Area, it's the fastest way to get from like the South Bay Area to the North Bay Area. And I used to work, and it's like it's like, yeah, like it, it's like 110 or 120 miles long. It's a long fucking train. Anyways, uh, I get at a stop, and it's pretty late at night. I'm waiting at a train stop, and it's pretty late at night. I'm going home, and it's not in the best area. And it was me and like three other dudes, and they were strangers. All of us were strangers, and we're sitting on the same side. And this like kid, like he had to be a kid. He's like some random kid. He walks up on us and he goes and he walks up to me first and he goes, you know what time it is? And I said, nah. And I see him look at the other guy and he goes, by you. And the guy goes, nah. But the third guy who had no idea what was going on, he like pulls his phone out and he goes, oh, it's about. And then right as he does that, the guy goes to snatch his phone. Right. And so then the guy, they, he snatched his phone. And the fucking guy, you know, takes it and the guy looks at us like we're going to do something. Right. But we're not because we knew better than to fucking pull our phones out. Right. And he, he took off. So then a few a few hours passed or like a, like 
because the train's delayed. So about an hour passed, like almost an hour and a half passes. And that guy, that kid comes back to pull that same shit because he doesn't know that the train's been delayed. And so he walks up and he doesn't recognize that it's still the three same of us. The same motherfucking. Yeah. And he like walks up and he goes, you guys know what time it is? And like we, me and the other, the other two guys that were there looked at each other and just did the like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, we know what fucking time it is. Yo. And so he goes like, he goes, yeah, I got all right here. And he goes to pull his shit out. And as soon as he pulls, he pulls nothing out. And the guy goes to snatch. And the two, all three of us took turns kicking that dude's ass. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, but that knowledge, right, the the powers and numbers is like, that's what I mean. Is like, you you had to be aware. Because the first time motherfucker didn't know what, do you know, do you got the time or do you know what time it is? He didn't know what that question meant. Right? (laughs) That. It's a good example of the jump from linear time to a more expansive experience of time of knowing exactly what fucking time yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. So, like, right now, hell, people don't know what time it is, right? And they're just getting fucked. They keep getting yeah. their fucking phones took, and it's like, bro, yeah. fucking, you know. Stop taking those. Exactly. So yeah. the best- Nobody needs to know what size shoe you're wearing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's that's just how, how we tell time. That's how the homies tell time. If someone yeah. asks me what time it is, I tell them what is time. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Morning, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Yeah. I, I lost count in the seventies, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But I, I think, like, and that's that. I, getting back to like the solution of like how to how to get people the the key to it, right? It's it's that I hate to fucking bring it up. But it's Rockefeller. Right, the how to win uh, friends and influence, <laughs> right? Like how to make friends and influence. People. <laughs> yeah. That shit's not wrong, bro. That shit's not wrong. It's just used for capitalism. But if you read that shit, and you could use it for non-capitalism, how to literally just you know the whole fucking himbo concept really got me. The whole like as like a reversal of like the like patriarchal roles or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. There's this comic book. That called the Beef Bros, and it's just two magnificently buff motherfuckers that like mm-hmm. just save homeless people from cops. Mm-hmm. That's like, sick. They go to shoot them, and they're like, "It was fucking chest day," and the bullets bounce mm-hmm. off. Like, <laughs> they're just like going out there and being nice to people, and just being fucking enormous and ripped. And like, mm-hmm. they're like the reversal of like, "Oh shit, he's bigger than me." Oh shit, he's stronger than me. Oh shit, he's really nice. That's mm-hmm. actually that's great. I'll, mm-hmm. Like that's cool, and like mm-hmm. in times like these, we need the strong to be able to be nice, like mm-hmm. to be chill, to be okay, and like be, everybody's not okay. And then the strong just like the strong womp on the weak wherever they can, and everybody's strong in some way, so everybody's womping on somebody. Yeah, and like well, so there needs to be like way. a there needs to be a redefinition of strength, right? Yeah. Because like in that same way, the fucking win friends and influence people, the whole fucking weird self-help genre, yeah. like the American yeah. fucking uh, entrepreneurial mindset shit needs to be rewired somehow because we're all constantly starting from nothing all the fucking time and it never leads to anything. But if you could rewire it so that like it doesn't become some weird fucked up cult shit like Scientology shit, you know, mm-hmm. it always winds up these dark ass places and like the uh, that's because the expression the ultimate expression of them is to capitalize, right? They get, yeah. what is it? They get bought and sold and they, they get marketed, right? 
Like, I'm in marketing. I, I, from a professional fucking standpoint, it's my job to be in marketing. I do this for a living, right? And, like, as what I've learned is that, one, it's a dark art. It's, like, straight up, it's alchemy. It's not alchemy. It's fucking sorcery, right? It's straight up. It's my job yeah. to convince people that I don't need shit to buy shit that they don't need, right? To give me their final dollars. And, like, a big part of, like, my guilt of, like, feeling bad about just enjoying anything at all comes from that, stems from that knowledge. But I will admit that when you have something to say, you can say it a little bit louder if you know how to say it correctly, right? If, you, yeah. if, you, if you're trying to get an idea across, if you know how to fucking do it, the best way to do it is like, for me, tell it, tell it in a joke. Make, it, make a sh- podcast called The Ancient Show that's about fucking having a small dick and, and being fucking gay with your best friend. Like that, right? Like that, that <laughs> shit, all of that shit, it, it, you know, because if you ever point any fingers towards it, like, oh, you know, the ancient show is a political, I'm like, bro, it's called the ancient show. It's not about anything. You're fucking stupid. It's, it's not shit. Yeah. Right? yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Oh, man, it ain't good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, should we kill people? No, <laughs> no, it's not, it's not about, this guy's talking about being gay for the last 45 minutes. And then the final 15 is like, also destroy the government. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like it's 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 all about bits and shit. It's like, you know, yeah, I got a small dick and I'm Italian, but also buy a gun. Like it's <laughs> right? like, Yeah, like that's the whole fucking point of it. And that's how you that's how you get it over, right? You get it across. And I think not enough people understand that. So like you know, I I live and die on other people's opinions of me, which is not like a good thing. But I tend to be better at like making those opinions of me good by being nice by being better right by being listening to people hearing what they have to say understanding i like i had a friend of mine who was a fucking super hardcore right wing conservative nut who voted for trump a couple times and like none of that never held any of that shit against him this dude right now is talking about like you know uh how do we arm the poor to like fucking storm washington and i didn't get there (laughs) i didn't get there with him to like fucking from you know by calling him a fucking you know some fucking redneck shit ass i didn't get there by that i got there by like going out with beers with him when most of his friends yeah. were. right when like yeah, most of our friends were, yeah when most of our friends group, yeah. yeah like when somebody says some dumb shit you gotta be like that's some dumb shit yeah you yeah. just said something stupid and yeah. here's well, why I mean, it's, like i'm not gonna hold me, it against you you just said some dumb shit what worked best about like when he would say some like real Nazi shit, right? I'd be like, "Hey, you know they lost, right?" Like that's what I would just remind him, <laughs> bro. They lost, dude. <laughs> they, hey, man, there, there's not a lot of them left, bro. Like you, I don't know if you want to be the last of the Mohicans on that one, right? Like that's not the that's not the mood, bro. Right? Like so, you know, that's you. It, but everyone's approach is different. But what I was getting at is like you know, a lot of the tools that that empire uses against us people random people a lot of the tools empire uses against us we can use right back right if not more effective because we have a better understand we should have a better understanding of how they're used against us and we can't get that without like just make waking people up let them know what time it is (laughs) yeah and if some of them it's unfortunate but people are gonna have to get their phones snatched yo that, like, but they gotta be aware that it's happening. That, and I think more, I think more and more people are right. And I think it's it's becoming less about you know like letting people get fucked up and you know like letting them just have their letting the fucking rich run wild on them. It's much less about that. 
and it's much more about like you know when your phone gets snatched do you have a homie that can lend you a phone right that's way more important to me that's like my my whole mentality is that like yeah the world's gonna get a lot more fucked up before it gets any better i'm aware of that but instead of being like the world's gonna get more fucked up so you know nothing i can do but no fuck that i'm growing i'm growing food in my garden and it's open for anybody who wants it uh i constantly am giving all of my extra money to like some mutual aid to the homies that you know i can i'm doing my best to set up like long-term investments not just investments but like long-term plans for people that are fucked up you know i have to start somewhere so i'm starting with my family and eventually i'm gonna you know make it bigger hopefully. yeah hopefully if i can fucking do yeah. it but run into other networks like that the fucking everybody's kind of making a mycelium of some kind yeah. It seems like people seem to start thinking that way. So, like, on the fucking intergalactic railroad, obviously, everybody gets a sleeper car. And in every sleeper mm-hmm. car is your favorite book, so everybody's chill. But, like, there's, like, what, like, one in five people are going to just be removed from their house because some fucking number mm-hmm. says so. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. That whole concept of, like, probably like of all those people probably the majority of them mm-hmm. think it's their own fucking fault like like you know win friends and influence people so that they don't fucking realize that you just stole their fucking house yeah. and their livelihood well i mean like even kind of shit. like yeah i mean like, so going back to like why i fucking quit twitter and podcasting like i went i was off the air talking about like you know clout is the root of all evil one of the things that I saw in myself was me using and utilizing my position as like, you know, I, I had a small following. It was a cult following. People fucked me heavily. I, I started feeling myself using that shit for bad. So I abandoned it. Right. I jumped shit because I saw, I felt something in myself be like, hey, you're going to use this shit to fucking be bad, to do bad things. And I started doing bad things, right? Like I was fucking lying to people and, and, and fucking manipulating people and I it's fucking awful that's the kind of awful shit that I was doing and I felt so awful about it that I just left and I and I spent a lot of time looking at myself in the mirror and being angry at myself and like trying to figure out where that comes from and I found out where it comes from it comes from a lack of attention that I didn't have and now that I want right and that's what it's all about like I, I'm aware now that attention specific attentions get things out of me put me in darker spaces so my best bet now is to avoid them right and be aware of that so yeah yeah fine yeah there's a lot of reasons to get out of bed that are not good reasons yeah they're like they're like there's a lot of ways to start your day to like get through it <coughs> like I get I get stuck oh. in like this like literal you know, like I, I'm talking, I like bringing, like, not trying to obfuscate, but this is real. Like, going back to the the narrative that we had before we lost fucking the, before we dropped the the whole facade, and now we're off the rails. Um, <laughs> the fucking the whole thing is is that I have this. I I constantly find myself like I don't give it. I I I don't drink, right? Not because I don't drink. I I don't drink because if I were to drink, I would fucking drink to excess. Right, so I don't do it. Uh, when I used to smoke weed, I would fucking smoke. I would literally spend my entire paycheck on some weed and then fucking not pay rent because I'd be high, you know, as much as I could possibly. I can't really do anything and not full, 
I can't not commit to something. So I like fully do things. I'm an extremist in that way. So like yeah. one of the things that I have like a big, big fucking issue with, with food, obviously, but <laughs> is like pleasure, right? Like like pussy and fucking ass and dick, all that shit. I have a fucking big problem regulating myself with all that stuff. And it's fucking available. It's abundant, right? And I'm not picky. I'm fucking so yeah. How do you cut yourself it's off right now with the, the, the COVID shit? Everybody, yeah. everybody has some crazy fucking hair up their ass with the COVID shit. Yeah, and no, I, like everybody's trying to fuck. Oh, the reality of it, maybe is not like, that. You, yeah, because it's like it's in the Bay Area. COVID. In the Bay Area, everyone's trying to fuck. Right, we're tired of this shit. Yeah, right. Like it's the way it is. Like everyone's going to seed in that way, man. Because it's like you put plants under stress, they put a seed. That's yeah. what people are doing. They start fucking on like stress fucking. Yeah. It's not yes. so good. Yeah. So so how do I how do I pull myself out of that? Right? If especially if it's all fucking out of here. The reality of it. Well I I figured out that the best way for this one isn't denial. And I talk about this on my podcast, but it's under it's learning like a limit. So I used to go if you you fucking what's his name? Um I can't remember his name. It's gonna drive me crazy. Space Cat. Space Cat. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Space Cat. Space Cat. Fucking, uh, <laughs> he called me out the last time he was on my show about how it's psychotic that I don't bust nuts all the time. Because I used to, like, I used to just never, <laughs> I used to just spend, you know, like, spend months edging, which is psychotic, which I'll admit. So now I bust nuts on a daily basis, but only, like, one a day. And it's like taking a pill, it's like medication. Do you dedicate that to Space Cat then? No, I'm not dedicating my nuts to Space Cat. <laughs> no, but the understanding of that, like, I just need to fucking regulate, right? I just need to, like, figure out. I need to reach an equilibrium, right? I need yeah. to fucking, and that, I, and it's not just, it's not just, like, busting nuts because it, it starts there, but eventually it turns into, yeah, I can have a beer with dinner, right? Yeah, I can right. fucking, I don't have to go on a bender. Like, yeah, I can fucking smoke a joint with my friend. I don't have to fucking buy a pound and a half and just get fucking lit in my room. Like, you know, like, I can just do something just a little bit. And I, I know that that sounds really easy for most people. Like for them, it's like, well, of course I can fucking, but for me, it's difficult. And that difficulty allows me to be more honest and open with myself. Right? Yeah. And like, that's like, I talked about like, fuck, I posted on Twitter. Like I have the most laconic podcast on in the game right now. Cause all it's about is just me fucking talking about like, yo, I'm all fucked up. And here's what I'm, what I'm trying to do to fix it. <laughs> What do you think? And Ruben's just like, what if what if you had a dick but it was big? <laughs> I've been on the opposite thing. I went up uh, lately I just stare at the wall for hours. Oh man. It's uh, like, like yeah, there's no there's no nuts happening. I just don't even like it's the opposite of wanting to do things to excess where it's just like I could do that just enough. Mm-hmm. Or I could stay here and stare at the wall. Like maybe I'm doing this just enough. Maybe I'll just do nothing today until I fucking feel better. And then like time passes and time passes and it's like, oh shit, I'm finally at this moment where it's like, okay, I'm gonna put the big Fridia on. I'm gonna fucking get a boombox. I'm gonna attach it to my bike. I'm just gonna go yell at the first fucking person I see. I gotta go. I gotta fucking do something because mm-hmm. I'm like feel like I'm like slowly sinking into the fucking ground, just becoming nothing. Mm-hmm. Because that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. It'd be fucking fine to be nothing. Mm-hmm. But both of the yeah. manifestations of the same, like pull, right? 
which is like a yeah. pull towards destruction, right? Because like when I do something to excess, the implicit knowledge is that I'm eventually just gonna be destroyed in it, right? Which not to fucking orbit around this whole fucking like you know the secret is to eat just enough. Yeah, yeah. Like, like on that self help tip, that's like that's nonsense because it doesn't touch what's the important thing about. Like you're talking about the garden, homies, and all this other stuff. The vibe mm-hmm. it being the thing in itself, in and of itself. you know? Yeah. The actual, yeah. Like this is something I was tripping on with the umami shit of like the appreciation of realness of like of not taking things to their logical conclusion, but like moving through them the way you hit them is important mm-hmm. in the context of the fucking day and like producing that context mm-hmm. of something that's not like extremely you know something that doesn't reach its own logical conclusions but also exists and the uh like what the fuck am i saying i spent like an <laughs> I was hour there, i was there i was there <laughs> i was tripping balls the other day just staring i was like me and Max were talking about couplers and decouplers, and at first I was really offended by this fucking article because mm-hmm. it was like uh, someone who's very much what they would describe as a decoupler. Mm-hmm. Of they want to take things apart and see how they work, mm-hmm. and like into their smallest possible parts. Mm-hmm. And they're describing like what I got mad about was that they weren't direct about it because they were talking about something else. But like the phenomenon of them, of like a, a grading. A difficult relationship between people who take things apart to see how they work and people who add shit to it to make it work mm-hmm. um, so like and you're saying like in a lot of the hard sciences sciences engineering and shit well in engineering you have people that take shit apart to make it do stuff mm-hmm. and in the hard sciences you have people that just sort of make grand theories and like discover shit that's not necessarily useful you know mm-hmm. and they're actually closer to people that write books to people mm-hmm. that make music and shit like that mm-hmm. you know and you can see this in music too people that like are really into how to make music and people appreciate mm-hmm. that shit like really finessing mm-hmm. shit versus mm-hmm. like you know just fucking three co- three power chords and yelling you know mm-hmm. uh, both of which this are good it. yeah it's the same way that i make music which is just like i'm finessing people into thinking that this shit sounds good is it <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's a it's a like yo this this shit sounds like ass but you like it though right it's, yeah uh, but I, like i'm i'm get where you're coming from like, contradiction. De- decouplers and recouplers is too simple it's far too simple it's too much of a simplification right which is like well, i don't fuck with simplifications i like complex i like comp like complicated shit i like things that are fucking hard to decipher because that's what the real world is the real world is not simple it's not cut and dry now how i present the world is simple and cut and dry but that's not the reality right and that goes back to like narrative right like i spin a narrative from that's exactly what this person was like totally fucked up on of people Mm -hmm. doing like taking this super complicated thing and turning it into a black box that you just can't see inside of it because the outside is so simple we we all appreciate the difference between complex and complicated because they're they're like very similar but there's vast differences between them like there's naturally complex things that are multifaceted then there's like the aspect of the human brain trying to languageify things and making things complicated. Like sometimes yeah. things are very, very simple, but we like make them complicated. We complicate things 
and it can be way simpler, way more simply, if we wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually, so I, I do understand the difference between, like, complex and, and com complicated, but here's the thing. I personally prefer complicated more than complex, because complex has functionality to it, and functionality means that, like, you know, you can eventually figure it out and then simplify things. But complicated is a little bit more of a different issue because I like the reason why I like complicated is because when something is complicated, you can ascribe meaning to it, even if it has none. Right. And then you can utilize those. You can utilize that meaning. Like, I guess what I'm saying is you can you think utilize things that are complicated for ends that are different than what they initially started out for. So, like, here's right. a great example. Um, coupling. You're talking uh, about coupling. This is a good I, example. The two okay. of you. Like one of you is a coupler, the other is a decoupler. Guess which, you know? <laughs> it's both yes. functional. Like so so like uh what's his name? Um Space Cat. Space Cat made a bot. That bot, uh all it does is it reads a few lines and then uses some some deep learning to like make those lines bigger or smaller and like it's like you're having a conversation, it just all it does is complicates the things that you're saying and makes it harder to decipher. And so he was like, yeah, I made it because I wanted things to, I wanted people to be confused by it. And I said, well, I'm going to use it for comedy and use it to try and riff. So, you know, because it comes up with random words. So the more random words, I can create more free associations. And if I can create more free associations, I get better at riffing. So it's a riff bot now, and it helps me. And that's what I mean by complicated, right? I couldn't do that if it was just simple or complex, right? Because if it was complex, if I saw it as just a complex thing, you know where I could eventually simplify it and understand it, then I would be like, okay, well, and I understand it, so I don't have no more, I have no further use for it. Whereas, like, no, it's complicated, it's all fucked up. I can make this work. I can do something with this. The other end of the complex thing would be to take things down into the component parts to then utilize and do something with them. Yeah, then you make complex. Then you complicate it, right? Like, yeah, you take the whole engine apart and then you use them all for separate things and use them as I had this whole conversation uh, with this guy who he's an artist and he's really into found art and his mind was just completely fucking blown that people were taking statues down mm -hmm. he's like why would you take them down and I was like are you really not with that like what's the matter with you <laughs> he's like dude you can draw on them he was so fucked up that people weren't <laughs> adding shit to the statues. <laughs> like, he didn't really want to like, go, like, concrete, like, you know, like, make mm -hmm. another statue over it. You know, yeah. like, if you have a statue of some colonizer asshole, like, why just don't you just cocks. have a bigger statue of an Indian pissing on him? You know? Yeah, just cocks, just put cocks all over it. Like, the, my, my rule is simple. I keep it simple in that way. If I want to make something and unmake it, like, make it less significant, I throw a cock on it. Very yeah. simple. <laughs> You could just doodle a cock on it and it's done. It's done. I'm like, you give me the fucking, the, what is it? The Declaration of Independence, right? It's this hallowed <laughs> yeah. object. Yeah, it's this hallowed object that people lose their entire fucking minds over and they get all fucking in their feelings about, like, you know, it's a living doc. If I, if, if George Washington. It's a living doc, even yeah. if you never want to touch it or change it, man. If, if, yeah. if fucking, if George Washington drew a dick on it, right? If Sam Adams fucking <laughs> drew a dick on it, would it still hold the importance? That it, no, it wouldn't because if you nothing yeah. like nothing with a dick on it has any importance, with the exception of stat, the statue of David. But they did that with a very small dick. They had to they had to use this tiny cock. 
so hold on. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, all those fucking red hats would still be saying exactly the same shit if the fucking Constitution had a dick drawn drawn on it. Like that whole maggot crowd would be like, "Yeah, dude, fuck political correctness. This kid is a living." <laughs> I they love dicks. Dick I love dicks so fucking much. Yeah. The Constitution has a dick on it. Everything should have a dick on it. <laughs> it's so, yeah. that, and that's My a fuck has balls. <laughs> very large balls. Well, so okay, and so that it's that what you're talking about now is it's this weird. I was explaining it since like it's context that lacks historical context. Does that make any sense? So like the way things are now aren't the way things were. <laughs> My brain just fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> now you honestly probably couldn't write a constitution if you didn't put truck nuts on it. Yeah, yeah. Now you would have to draw a dick on it for it to be real, to be ratified, right? Because yeah. of the way that the world has, has, the way that everything has turned, right? Because you have to, like, Bolsonaro, I'm positive Bolsonaro, if Bolsonaro could have his fucking way, his constitution would be on his cock, right? He would just tattoo it on his yeah. dick and be or like, his this dick is would my. Just be the constitution. Yeah, yeah, precisely. Because that's the kind of, because that's the. That's like the 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 eventual. That's where like fucking, just this Republican, this repression, this like laconic repression, this need for like I need to be dominated, so I you know like I, I need a daddy, I need a fucking. That's where all that all comes from. This like conservative concept comes from. I can't sublimate my own, you know, sexual and and like who's fucking said that all politics are sexual? Because it's absolutely correct, but like. I can't sublimate how I feel about things, so I have to I have to like fucking turn them into politics and political correctness, and I have to talk about not political correctness, but I have to talk about like you know like it's all these it fucking. Is politi- it's political correctness to be racist. Yeah, like, they have an idea of what's correct, and it's yeah. politicized in a way, in a direction. Yeah, and like that same political correctness and wokeness is like they just fucking apply two flip sides of the same coin. Yeah, they pretty much just like, like it's you can see the corn, you know, you can see the corn in it. You see the what they were eating. Corn. We're going back to the corn. Yeah, so the corn, the cellulose on the outside looks like corn, but if you put it in your mouth, you just get a mouthful of it's shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, right. And, and they're all- it's a facade. So like the the cock is a living document. Your fucking your your old fucking uh, constitution with a cock on it couldn't create the America that would allow this to happen now, right? Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Exactly. But, like, to some extent, okay, just to be, like, eternal about it and, like, space-wise, everybody's eating somebody else's shit. And yeah, in the end, sure. the only constant is the corn. <laughs> okay, hold on. My- oh, okay. Do you all know about the uh, dopamine cortisol loop? Because I think one of the things that you all seem to be skirting around is the dopamine cortisol loop. I don't know. Decouple like, in light, in, yeah, decouple. Yeah. Yeah. So the dopamine cortisol loop is something that's really interesting. So you've got like cortisol, right? You know about cortisol. It's the stress mm-hmm. hormone that's released in your it's brain. It's the stress molecule. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, yo, like this isn't what I wanted. I'm gonna freak the fuck out. And um, you know, it's you know, stress helps you identify in your in your life and your body what isn't working for you, you have a bad experience, you have bad emotions, and that signals your like brain and your whole experience to be like, yo, I want to do that. That's you how know, we started talking practice. about shit and everything. Yeah. Exactly. You're talking about shit and politics and what or you're sir, talking about. We could about just say the same thing about psoriasis or arthritis or whatever the fuck. 
I have both those things. <laughs> um, but the thing is, so like you're talking about politics and shit and all that stuff. Like that is your cortisol stuff, right? You know, because a lot of the things that we find political is our reaction to our environment that is negative. What we want not necessarily to be good, what we're triggered by. And it's like one of the things that Red Hatters are doing is like, hey, you know, I get a cortisol reaction to people telling me not to call certain minority groups something or like, you know, being sexist, da da That's a stress reaction, it's cortisol. And, um, but the thing is like the other thing we get in our environment and this is like sort of the stuff going back to like, excessive drinking or chemical use or just staring at the wall and avoiding cortisol that goes back to like dopamine thing which you know when you think about like, the things that make you happy you know like the the three things are like was it serotonin oxytocin and uh the other one oh, the other um, one dopamine. Yeah. yeah the other one i think the other Do one is just straight dopamine, dopamine. yeah it's like when we were talking about Umami Planet, we were talking about, yeah, like the, the like, oh, I'm going to put this in my mouth again while I think about what next to do. And then you just keep doing it versus like the serotonin of like, everything means everything. And then the fun, oxytocin is like, like I don't have to give a fuck about anything because you're here. Fun and interesting fact dopamine, I found out. Dopamine literally gets you addicted to stuff, though. So it's like one of the reasons drinking is so addictive is because it releases dopamine as long as you're drinking. So, you know, if you just sip the same bottle all night long, you're going to get dopamine for that because it doesn't actually make you like, like getting drunk isn't what, what's going there. It's just like the act of drinking. And the thing about dopamine is it isn't like this, oh, I feel good. It's not like that serotonin rush where you just did a bunch of like mollying or something and you're like, yeah, I'm Disco Biscuits, I feel awesome. It's it's like this numbing feel. It makes us just feel good. It's like, like an opiate, you know? So it's like, we've got stress chemical and then we've got uh, chemical, like big relief chemical. And that's really, really addictive. So I think one of the things is like, okay, let's let's take the previous conversation about like overusage of chemicals away, but like get back to politics. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of addictive bullshit out there. There's like the shit that stresses us out and then our f- shared that's just like, oh my God, I can breathe again. Like this, this isn't like couch lock. I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, on a yeah. lesson level but you know so it's like like the, you could call it like the trump cat picture loop kind of the same thing is that what you're getting at like <laughs> trump gets in the news people see that shit and then they stare at reddit cats for an hour or something like that afterwards to recover like yeah it's, the recovery it's, a, it's a multitude of well okay so you brought an interesting point when you were talking politics because you were talking about this like dopamine loop and one of the things that i do that i've, I've done to like avoid that because, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, like, ten, five, five or ten years ago when I was 15 and didn't know any better. Actually, yeah, 15 years ago when I was 15 and didn't fucking know any better. Um, I was a big time lib, right? Because I literally did not know any better. And what opened my fucking eyes about a bunch of shit was the fact that... Uh, this, I'll get to that story later. But what I'm getting at is that uh, politics really... What, what politics is, is something that people don't understand. Politics is a group or collection of people that have a shared interest and common goal and want to exercise it. That's it. 
anything else beyond that is not politics. But here's where that gets fucked up. Because it could be anything, politics is anything. So now politics is everything, right? So right. well, politics yeah. is anything of the open, like of open discourse, like anything yeah. that impacts other people. So it's like that's pretty much fucking anything. Because mm-hmm. like as soon as you have an opinion, put it out into the like general sphere of like anyone can have an opinion of just <laughs> it's that's where the fucking imperial wizards pop in and make it about culture war bullshit because it, since it can be about anything you just pick some shit that makes people feel uncomfortable and then you do the bait and switch you know like good cop bad cop shit mm. and uh like once you're like, you're like oh the fucking other team it becomes like people talk. every time i fucking see anything about tribalism and politics that's cortisol for me that's stress but you can use like, oh, so you can use that shit but it is right, true. So like an interesting, an interesting thing about your dopamine cortisol loop. I'm kind of a fucking weird. I'm, I'm a bit of a fucking conundrum, right? Because personally, so I found this out when I was like 21. I decided to get fucked up with some friends, and they they brought out some fucking Molly. I'm from the Bay Area. Fucking the, this shit here is good, um, and everyone got fucking super duper high for like hours because they burned up all their serotonin. I took some and I ended up having to go to the hospital because I burned out. I was high for 15 minutes and then I was like, I just was zoned the fuck out. And I went to the hospital. I told them exactly what happened. They did some blood work and they took a CAT scan. I had a brain injury when I was a kid. Turns out I don't really produce that much serotonin, like at all, very little, right? But my body has adapted, so I still feel good about things. But here's where it gets fucking weird and confusing. Under stressful circumstances, I tend to release some a little bit of dopamine, right? And in fact, most people with trauma, that's like with like severe PTSD and shit, that's usually how they react to shit, right? Like that's why some people prefer to just be in the shit, be in the fucking awfulness, because to them it feels better, it's more comfortable than for them to just be chilling and vibing. So, um, and I'm, I, I understand- I that, that definitely applies to my life. Yeah. 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 No, I, I'm way more calm when when I was fucking homeless, when I was jobless, when I had nothing in my fucking going on in my life, when I was fucking always on the verge of trying to find my next meal and figure out my life and get my next fucking hit. And when I was living that, I was a fucking Buddhist monk, right? <laughs> like I was calm and relaxed and I was cool. And the moment that I started like entering the corporate world and the moment that I'm, you know, little to no stakes because I, you know, I don't need the car that I drive. I don't need any of the shit that I'm in right now. It's I'm constantly to get back to what uh, fucking Mike was saying earlier. I'm I'm not shitting right. I'm not shitting right. My my shit's all fucked up, man. I'm all plugged up all the time or if I'm not plugged up, then I'm fucking diarrhea out my ass constantly. And it's a constant cycle of like, you know, stressed out over nothing. Over nothing. True. Yeah. That's the fucking that I think okay that's the shit that's the storm on Jupiter mm-hmm. that's like the fucking the complete inability to uh, if you can just like if you'd rather fight a fucking mountain lion than like brush your teeth mm-hmm. I think that that applies <laughs> like, yeah, no, dude. Yeah, like I uh, fucking, it's it's going back to the, the, the storm in Jupiter, man. Like, people don't want to deal 
with their negative emotions. So much so that they're willing to send that shit to Jupiter. So much yeah, what so, if so, instead of me feeling this, I just beat the shit out of something? Wouldn't or, that be or, easy? Yeah, or I bought a bunch of shit. Or I fucking yeah. spent the next 19 hours on Minecraft. Or I went out and I got... You know what I'm saying? So I'm all a of, good person because I donated to a non-profit. Yeah, I'm a good person because I didn't beat up a cop today, right? Like that kind of bullshit, like that. I'm a great, I'm a great person because I didn't fucking lose my shit at a, at a fucking stoplight that's been broken for months, right? Like that that level of of bullshit. I think people need to understand that the shit's fucked up and they need to be woken up, right? They need to be like, they need to wake up to the fact that their shit's all fucked up, and instead of like, you know, wake up. It's not like wake up, sheeple. It's like yo. Everything's fucked up right now, and if you feel bad, good, because it, it feels bad, yeah. and you and you gotta feel. Wake it. up, feel bad, brush your teeth, put some cold water on your face, get do out normal there. shit. Yeah, make sure get that out. doing you know like find a normal that is good and do that, whether or not everything's on fire. And like, you know how you do that? Yeah. You fucking vibe. You learn to vibe. Yeah, bringing it back to the homies, you learn to vibe. <laughs> That's the hardest. It's the hardest thing in the world to do. This is the Intergalactic Railroad. Please keep all belongings and offspring contained at all times. Do not leave packages unattended. Do not approach unattended packages. If you'd like to ride with us today, visit patreon.com slash Intergalactic Railroad and buy a monthly pass. Thank you for trusting your life with us today. Do not leave unattended packages.